Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Happy May and welcome to the Real People, Real Talk show. Listen, my friend, at the end of this month, this podcast will turn one years old and it has been a fun journey. Thank you so much for your support and tuning in each week. And if you find value in this content, hey, I'm going to ask a favor of you. I ask that you would share this podcast with your friends and your family through text and through social media today, because this month I am bringing you the best content that I can. We're going to talk about prayer. As May 6th is the National Day of Prayer in the United States of America. And of course, we're going to talk about mental health as this is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I want to conclude this month with a conversation about normalizing failure. In other words, getting over the fear of failure. So so therefore we can reach our fullest potential. But now to the content and practical sermon at hand. At the time of this recording. We are going into the fifth month of this year. And the question of the hour is this. What are you going to do with what God has given you? Now, the goal of this episode, the goal of this sermon is to encourage you and inspire you to answer God's call on your life, to walk in purpose and to use the gifts that God has given you for kingdom work. Now, let me tell you this right now. There is a level of peace, joy, contentment and fulfillment that only comes when you answer God's call on your life. Now, I like to share a parable with you today that's found in Matthew chapter 25. So Jesus, being the best teacher and the best communicator, as he taught he will use parables. All right. And the parable is defined as a short story designed to communicate a spiritual truth. So he would use everyday things that his audience would readily understand, such as things dealing with agriculture because of the time that he was in. Now, other parables you may have heard of some, um, such as the Good Samaritan, the prodigal son, just to name a couple. But today we're going to talk about the parable of the talents. In this parable, we see a principle of stewardship. Now, stewardship is defined as utilizing all the resources that God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of creation. So God has given you resources. He has given you gifts. He has given you skills that will bring him glory, but it will also bless other people. I don't know. Maybe you sing, you write, you speak, you dance, you paint, whatever you do, leverage all that for the glory of God. Now, let's go to God's word. Now, verses 14 and 15, we're in Matthew chapter 25. It says this, for it would be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one, he gave five talents and to another, he gave two to another one to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Now, in that passage of scripture, in those verses, we see the word entrusted. In other words, entrusted me to assign the responsibility for doing something or to put something in someone's care. Now, I want to ask you a serious question, my friend. What gifts, what talents, what skills and what abilities has God given you? Maybe you need to pause this podcast right now and think through that, pray through that and write it down. And here are the follow up questions to that. 
Are you actively and intentionally using those for the glory of God? And can God trust you with what he has given you? Now, I want to be true to the text. Amen. So let me say this. Now, the word talent in this text, in this scripture, it refers to a unit of money. So it's the highest measurement of money. It could be in silver or it can be in gold. So if it was in gold, one talent would be one million dollars. Although the word talent in this text does not refer to the way that we look at the word talent, like a gift or a skill. But there is an application in this text as we're talking about stewardship, that God calls us to be responsible to all that he has given us. So it includes our time, our talent, our treasure, our gifts, our resources, whatever it is that God has given you, God wants you to steward it well. Now, also in that, in those verses, you see the phrase each according to his ability. Listen, my friend, God, I know I didn't call you friend so much, but hey, we family now, but God is all wise He's all knowing, very intentional. He's very strategic and he won't give you more than you can handle. Now, when God is giving out gifts and we think about the gifts that God has given us, we got to be careful that we don't compare. Please don't compare your calling. Don't compare your gifts to the calling and the gifts of anybody else, because the call of God is personal. And you will only be fulfilled when you answer God's call on your life and use the gifts that God has given you. So God has given you all that you need to serve him well. Now, moving on in the text in this parable, verses 16 through 18, and it reads, And he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had two talents made two talents more, but he who had received the one talent, he went and dug it in the ground and he hid his master's money. Let's break that down. Notice the swift action of the first two servants. <laughs> I have another question for you. This is very, very reflective. And I really want you to understand what God is trying to say to you. What is the last thing that God told you to do? And are you doing that? I don't know. Maybe didn't God tell you it's time to start serving in that ministry at your church? Maybe God told you it's time to pop the question <laughs> or God told you to start the business or to go to school or to go back to school. So whatever it is that God has called you to do and told you to do, you need to do it because delayed obedience is actually disobedience. So more than anything, the ultimate purpose of this sermon, the ultimate purpose of this episode is to encourage you to walk in obedience in every area and aspect of your life. Now, the third servant, he buries his talent. He buries his money, which was a common practice in those days because they didn't have banks like we do. And it got me thinking, like, why did he hide his talent? And instead of asking that question, I want to ask you a better question is, why are you hiding your quote unquote talent? So we see the play on words there. Now, continuing on verses 19 through 23. Now, after a long time, the mass of the servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. 
You have been faithful over a little and I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I made two talents more. And his master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little and I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of the master. I want to pick up right there at that last phrase, the joy of the master. I alluded to this earlier, but let me remind you, there is a level of joy that only comes from walking in obedience and utilizing the gifts and the resources that God has given us in that. In those verses, we see the words well done. Now, the master's identical statement of praise to both servants is show what was important was not the amount that was earned, but rather the faithfulness in utilizing their gifts and their potential. That's key right there. All right, let's finish out this passage, verses 24 through 30, because the most important part of this sermon and this episode is the actual words from the Bible. So here we go. He also who had received one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid. I went and hid your talent in the ground here. You have what is yours. But his master answered him and said, you wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I weep where I have not sown and gather where I scatter no seed. That you ought to have invested my money with the bankers and at my coming, I should have received what was mine with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one that has 10 talents. For to everyone who has will more be given and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Notice the third servant's response and his action. It was all based on fear. How many times have you allowed fear to talk you out of walking in purpose? I don't know. Maybe you have said these things to yourself. What if I write this book and no one buys it? What if I start this podcast and nobody listens to it? What if I start this clothing business and it fails? What if I go back to school and it's not enough money or scholarships? Now, God is calling us to live and to walk by faith and not to live in fear. I want to encourage you with this. God always gives us everything that we need in order to do what he has called us to do. So if God has given you a vision, he's going to bless you with the provision. All right. If God has called you to it, he's going to take you through it. All right. So whatever the call of God on your life, God has already equipped you with the talent and the tools and the skills and the resources and the relationships to get it done and to answer his call on your life. The third servant operated in fear in laziness in bad stewardship. All right. So long story short, don't be like that guy. So this, this servant was dealing, like, like I say, was dealing with fear, dealing with laziness. And a lot of times we respond in fear and sometimes even respond in laziness. And we end up procrastinating on the thing that God has called us to do. And I said this earlier is that delayed obedience is disobedience. Stop procrastinating on the things that God has been stirring in your heart to do. And now let me give you some application 
and make it practical. I ain't gonna hold you long today. And also, I want you to remember that the goal of this podcast is to empower you and equip you to be all that God has called you to be and to walk in purpose. So for those that name the name of Christ, all of us have been given at least one spiritual gift that we are to use for the work of the kingdom. Now, a spiritual gift is an expression of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer, which empowers them to serve the body of Christ, to serve the church. Now, some of the gifts that we see in scripture, we see leadership, administration, teaching, knowledge, wisdom, exhortation, and, and hospitality, just to name a few. And when you study the Bible and you study the spiritual gifts, you'll see that there are different lists and none of the lists are identical. So here's what I gather from that as I as I studied this in the past before is that these lists aren't exhaustive, but they include the gifts that was necessary and needed in that particular location. All right. So I really want you to discover your gifts and use them. Because when you're walking in purpose, you just come alive. You may say, how do I do that? Here we go. Go back and listen to season two, episode one. I devoted an entire episode to answering the question. How do you know God's will for your life? How do you discover God's will for your life? It's all there. Okay. So you got to go listen to that. So similar to this parable, no two of us have exactly the same talents, gifts, and resources. All right. The Lord has distributed what we have based on his perfect will and the knowledge of our capacities. So the question is not what or how much you have, but rather what will you do with what you have been given? Let me take it one step further before we conclude. Here are some questions that you can kind of ask yourself to kind of guide you along as you walk in purpose and answer God's call in your life. Number one, what are you good at? Number two, how can you use that to bring God glory? So I'm good at speaking and I use my speaking to teach God's word at the church that I work at, Chapter 4 Baptist Church. I love it there. And I also use my speaking on this podcast, obviously, as you're listening right now. Now, I've been speaking uh, since about eight, nine or 10. My dad has a church in, in Mississippi and gave me opportunities to, to preach and to speak and just begin to to hone those skills and had opportunities to speak at um, in my high school at the graduation and a plethora of opportunities in college. Uh, I was an annual speaker at chapel. So I just been using these gifts of speaking. And it's, and it's so not crazy, but it's so true that as I will use these gifts in one season, that would be the key to unlocking doors in the next season. OK, let me let me give you an example. I use my gift of speaking to start this ministry called Lighthouse Ministries. And just about every um, job that I got after college, one of the things that they liked on my resume was the fact that I started a ministry and I had this experience with teaching. And so I say that not to bring myself glory, of course, but I say that to say because I was faithful with my gifts in one season, that was the key to open up a door in another season. And to make a long story short, it often got me to where I am now loving what I get to do. OK, and so I use my speaking to teach God's word in my church and I also use it on this podcast. Now, let me let you in on the secret. After a sermon and after a podcast, I feel so good. I feel so fulfilled and I want you to experience that as well. 
But that only comes from using your gifts that God has given you. Amen. So Jesus is our master and he wants us to use all that we have been given for his kingdom. All right. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go work at a church because there's there's work to do and there's ministry to be done outside of the four walls of the church. But what I am saying is it's time to take some action and to answer God's call on your life and to use all the gifts that God has given you. You may say, why? Good question. Here's the answer. There's going to come a day as a believer that we're going to have a conversation with the Lord about our stewardship of all that he has put at our disposal. All right. And what will he say? What will he say? I want to get to heaven on empty. In other words, I want to use all that God has given me for his glory. So therefore, when we have that conversation about my stewardship, he can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. What are you going to do with what God has given you? Father, I pray for my dear listener right now. I ask that you will reveal your will to them. I also ask that you would give them the wisdom and the courage necessary to take the next step of faith and the next step of obedience and to walk in purpose, to answer your call on their lives and Lord, to use all the gifts that you have given them in Jesus name. Amen. Now go be all that God has called you to be.